Agot Ner Shabbos, everybody. We're about to begin. Be'ezus Hashem, Shir number 70 in the Sfarim of Rav Zelik Pliskin. We're holding in the Sefer of Serenity, about Menuch HaSanefesh, and Peace of Mind. And today we're going to discuss how it's a great act of kindness to help others decrease their stress, or their tension, or their nervousness, their frustrations, their worries, and to increase their feelings of serenity, of Menuchas HaSanefesh. It's not just a matter of you developing your own Menuchas HaSanefesh, but it's also helping others with theirs. That's a tremendous chesed that you can do for people. And there's different ways of doing it. There's the right way and the wrong way. And it is preferable to try to hold back and not say anything to anyone about their emotional states than to say things that will just increase their level of stress. So, for example, it's like this. The meaning of your communication is a lot dependent upon the results that you get. So if you say something that makes someone calmer and have more peace of mind, then what you said was something that was kind and something that was helpful. But if it makes a person feel worse, then the communication was counterproductive. So here we're going to say examples that you things you should not say because it seems like it's a put down and it makes things worse for example you seem nervous today calm down that, that that's not helpful or what's wrong with you you're always stressed out or don't be a baby anyone can handle this or the famous you're overreacting you're overreacting or you're supposed to be a from person you should have more betachen. It's not fitting for you to be always be worried and, and nervous. What's wrong with you? Or you certainly won't get any prizes for excelling at Menuchas HaNefesh. So these type of comments, now even if you mean it to just get the person going, to have him wake up, you know, if you're really, really best friends and you sometimes throw out a line like that among, you're saying 10, ten encouraging things and you throw out a line like that with a smile, and, and, and they get it, that's a different story. But generally speaking, these type of words like we just described is counterproductive. If you already have caused someone distress, though, by saying the wrong thing, then right away apologize. Right away say, I'm sorry I was insensitive earlier. When I'm honest with myself, I realize that I too experience stress. I get anxious at times more than I like to acknowledge. And I'm sorry I shouldn't have said what I said. So here's an anecdote. I tend to be highly anxious. One of the worst things about this is that other people keep trying to be helpful, but in unhelpful ways. I asked someone for ideas on how to handle this, and he suggested that I say this wasn't helpful if someone was totally insensitive. If someone truly tried to be helpful but wasn't, I could say, I thank you for your good intentions, but what I really need is understanding and not suggestions. And if I would prefer that someone not say anything, I would increase my state of courage and respectfully say, I appreciate you want to be helpful with me. And what I find most helpful is for people to refrain from saying anything. I consider it an act of kindness just to let me be. And thank you for caring. If you know that person is not really helping you with their advice, that's what you need to say. For other people that could help you more, of course, you reach out to them and allow them to help you more. Another thing is, is besides helping other people with serenity, it's important to help others help you as well. 
allow people to help you when you know you could be helped by them. There are people who would be more willing to help you become more serene if they knew what to say, what they say would be helpful. And for that, help them help you. If you know that they may be the right person to actually help you, don't be shy about asking them for help. Some people might say anything because they do not want to say the wrong thing and are concerned that you may become irritated or angry with them for your, their input. And you may miss out on, on their assistance. If you let them know that, that what would be appreciated, they would say it. But they're not mind readers. They don't know your inner thoughts. So you could tell them that is what you want to say them to say, especially if you have a person that you're fortunate enough, whether a wise, older, best friend, or a, or, or a coach, or somebody that really cares about you, and you tell them, you know, I'm, I, I've been anxious, I've been out of sorts lately, lately, I could really need a pep talk, and some good advice and encouragement on peace of mind, and, and, and they'll be happy to share it with you. This is especially important with those who try to help you to become less anxious and worried or nervous, but say the wrong things. Instead of helping you become more serene, their words sometimes make you feel worse. Now, if you do not suggest what you would appreciate and you are able to do so, then you're a partner in this counterproductive approach. It's not your fault, and you did not think of telling them what you want, but it's not their fault either. They're not being spiteful by saying the incorrect thing. They just don't know what the right thing sometimes is to say. So you need to give them guidance as you're being helped. This is true when you have a very close objective, objectively close best friend and, and they could sense, but sometimes you need to tell them they're not mind readers. So for example, sometimes you need to say, right now I don't need criticism, right now I could really use just a good encouraging word and give them the guidance they need to help you. Think about what has helped you in the past become more serene, more calm. And what have people said to you that you appreciated? What was the gist of what they said? What was the tone of voice and in in when and how they said it? And for example, you may find it helpful if someone says, you know, what state would you like to be in now? Have you ever been in this state in the, in, 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 ever before? For some people like myself, this would be helpful if said in an objective tone of voice. If you say it sarcastically, it wouldn't have the proper effect. No one likes sarcasm, by the way. It's a very, very um, destructive mida, um, and one has to be careful overall to avoid that. Because bottom line is, is that only you know exactly what you want. Other people who want to help, some of them are more intuitive than the others, but a lot of times they don't know. And therefore, you need to thank people when they're really sincerely trying, but give them feedback, especially those close to you, of what would be useful for you. Focus on what they can do, and what you would want. Don't tell them that whatever they're doing is wrong. If you don't know that, uh, you, you you know, if you do not know what you do want and only know what you do not, tell them. You know, I'd love to tell you what would be beneficial for me, but at this time, I don't know. And I'm open to suggestions. Um, some individuals who would really want to tell others to say something calming or soothing, but they feel shy or reluctant to ask others for help. This is a time to access your courage state. Your courage state is, is when you need help, not to be shy about asking for that help that you need from the right people. And allow yourself to do that. In other words, allow yourself to be helped by the kind of people that are willing to help you.
You know, just like it says by any type of tzedakah, it's brought down. That just like it's usur, you're not allowed to take money as tzedakah when you don't really need it. The other way around is also incorrect. It is wrong not to accept charity when you do truly need it. So sometimes you need that emotional tzedakah. You need that chizik. You need that chizik. And by the, there you need to swallow your pride and be humble and realize and tell the people that are trustworthy to you that you know could give you encouragement. And um, it could have been, let's say, you know, you were in camp and you heard this Rebbe was unbelievable and giving tremendous chizik and things, and you don't know him that well. But you met him, and you're down and out now, and you're, you're, you're you know, you, and, and you approach him, and you tell him, you know, I'll be honest with you, I need some chizik now. And let them help you. That's a tremendous, tremendous uh, uh, thing that you need to do. So the two things we've talked about till now is um, to use the right words when you are helping people and to help others help you as well. Another thing to master Menuchas HaNefesh is to view each person who may have irritated you or hurt you to be a chilek of your avayda in your mastering Menuchas HaNefesh. If someone says something or does something that sets you off balance, um, it's easy to view that person in a negative light. And the truth is, <laughs> they were wrong. They had no right to say that insensitive remark to you or say hurtful things to you that caused you to be off balance. I'm not excusing that other person for hurting you and saying that I know it's Tavarim. But at the same time, though, is that when it does happen, you know, unless you're able to give them Musa to tell them to stop, that's also, also an issue. But the key is, is to make sure it does not set you off balance and use that as an opportunity. This person is helping me train myself to remain on balance despite that negative opinion they said about me. And whether you, you know, you may blame that person, uh, but the bottom line is, and this is a hard thing to swallow, and when I read it myself, it's a hard thing for me to swallow sometimes, because when someone hurts you, they're wrong for hurting you, and they're to blame for hurting you, but the truth be told is that you are also your own partner in your own distress. And I'm not saying that lightly. Because as I'm reading this, I know that it's hard for me to swallow this one too. When someone hurts you, the first thing and the only thing you want to do is they're 100% wrong. Now let's say they were indeed 100% wrong. They were extremely unsensitive to you. And you got hurt by it. Even then, you're still a partner causing your own distress. Because, and if you do not allow yourself to participate in this dance of distress, you'll remain in a karma state. It takes some mental participation with that person to create that lack of menuchas hanefesh. Now, no one expects you to totally ignore it. Human beings is human beings. The Chafetz Chaim brings it down. People have feelings. You see, you're not expected to be totally like a rock and immune and not be phased by the criticism you're receiving, especially if it's unjust. So, of course, you're human and you'll be affected. But at the same time, you have a choice not to be affected in any major way. And you're a partner to your own distress when the person that's hurting you and you're allowing yourself to increase that distress. And in that sense, you are participating in your own lack of menuchas anefesh. And again, I am not saying this lightly because it was hard for me to, to accept this as well. But it is true 
And that's why it's important to know that you have certain Bechira on your own to allow. And you could train yourself. This hurt me too much. I have to learn next time this happens to know how to take it in a better and a calmer way. When you're able to maintain Menucha Sanefesh, if you're able to maintain a peace of mind in spite of being provoked, you are creating a serenity-building partnership with that other person. You're calm now. It could be your employer. It could be a, a, a you know a, a seemingly toxic employee. It could be even your spouse when your spouse is in a very very bad mood. But you take it in a calm way. You may be upset, but you take it in a calm way. And you need to realize that you have a choice. You choose. You may not get a hundred percent. You know, uh, pass the test a hundred percent. But you could get an eighty-five. You could get a ninety. That it hurt you, and maybe it didn't. You, you, it did take throw you somewhat off balance, but you're able to, with training and with practice, make sure you don't get thrown off balance. Think of any people that may have viewed it. You may have viewed in the past as being the cause of your not being calm, as you have wished, and from now on, utilize those opportunities. We're not talking about toxic people that it's a mitzvah to run away from and avoid if you can. But people that you're dealing with in your life that you know you need to deal with, have to deal with, um, you know, people in shul that you, you, you can't avoid them, but they say sometimes things that irk you, to know how to develop saying, I'm going to practice being unshakable in my menuchas hanefesh, that no matter what the person says or doesn't say, I'm not going to be phased by it and have that calmness. And over time, you get better and better at doing this. One last anecdote. One particular relative was a constant source of irritation for me. We argued and quarreled and said things to each other that we both regretted. I viewed him as being a difficult person and at times abusive. This made me even angrier at some of the things he said or failed to say or did or failed to do. I was suggested that I view him as my serenity-building partner. Right away, I felt a profound change. My new perspective helped me remain calmer. By remaining calmer, what I said and the way I said it was far more pleasant. This created a positive loop, and in a relatively short while, the difficult person disappeared, and in his place was someone with whom I'm actually enjoying interacting. So you see some people, by the way, if they're mamish mamish abusive, and you know that as a fact, then you indeed, there's no mitzvah to interact with them when you don't need to. You try to avoid them as much as possible. But if, if you can't do that, or if you know the person has a boisterous or tougher personality, but they're not be'etzim abusive, they're just blunt and, 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 and uh, you know, rough in the edges, then these perspectives definitely does help, help you know how to control it, how to do it. So this is not an easy lesson to learn. It's not an easy lesson to accept. And like I said, I am Maidala Emes that that it was hard for me to accept because very often when someone was a hundred percent wrong and was abusive and was hurtful, um, and it's and they were wrong, they were very nasty. They shouldn't have said what they said. They get the bulk of responsibility for triggering you to feel that way that you feel so hurt or confused or out of balance. But the idea, the truth idea. That you are, you have the ability not to be a shuttif and not to accelerate that distress, 
That's something that's hard to accept, but it is very, very true. We do have that ability, and we could get better at it. We could get better at that when someone unjustly hurts us, said hurtful words, we have the ability to become a partner, not to become a partner with it, and to learn how to not allow that to throw us off balance, and to get better at keeping our menuchas hanefesh despite that distress that was felt or those hurt words that were said. Bracha and Atzlacha.